Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Uh, the government is now considering banning the sale of alcohol. Um, and after a certain time, by the way, no, not completely. I know everybody suddenly went mad there for a second. Okay, this is according to the Tornish Leo Radker. He said that the government is working on a new public health regulation to strengthen the law around drinking alcohol in public streets to give the Guardian more powers of enforcement. His comments come after publicans were warned by the Taoiseach, uh, Michal Martin, to forget about takeaway point, pints. Points, pints. I was a problem with that word. Anyway, as the government introduced a raft of new public health restrictions yesterday, a ban on the sale of takeaway alcohol was not among the measures. Varadkar said the banning of takeaway pints uh, was not straightforward because it could result in a ban on takeaway alcohol for restaurants and off-licenses. When it comes to selling takeaway alcohol, that's not illegal. Anybody who's getting their takeaway. You can get your bottle or your beer, uh, your bottle of beer or your bottle of wine. With that, nobody wants to ban that, Varadkar told the Pat Kenny Show. Now, the Fianna Gael leader added that the government was looking at other measures around the sale of alcohol. The Tonister went on to say, people say takeaway pints um, are a problem, ban them. You can't actually just do that. You have to ban all takeaway alcohol and that would create problems for restaurants and takeaways who really need that business now. And also off-licenses too. So we could. So what we could do is, do is uh, ban the sale of alcohol after a certain point, point or time of the day. It is that type of thing that we're now looking at. Reading some of the comments online, by the way, somebody said, maybe if the, um, they enforce some of the rules, we wouldn't be here. Pubs flouting the takeaway laws are well documented, but nothing was done. Large scale gatherings in town, but nothing was done. Now we all have to suffer. While another person says you have to look at the rationale for banning takeaway alcohol. Uh, you can't have your pint and drink it. Very good. Uh, if the aim was to change people's behaviour, then go all in and ban it. People will still drink, uh, but keeping them apart while they do it is the aim. Ban open alcohol containers in public across uh, the board, says somebody else. So is curbing the sale of alcohol something you believe is a, is a positive thing in order to cease the spread of the virus? Or do you believe this is just a complete PR stunt and that the government are completely out of touch with the nation? So I do want to ask a question. Do you believe the consumption of alcohol is the reason for the spread of COVID-19? In general, because, well, if we look back at the data before Christmas, by the way, the majority of cases didn't come from pubs, didn't come from hotels, and didn't come from restaurants. The majority of cases were in the family home. Mind you, you could argue, well, then alcohol had something to do with that. People having parties, get-togethers, Christmas Day. Bit of alcohol lubricates the old system and the social system and they start hugging each other. People forget where they are because they have a few drinks on them. Mm-hmm. So, the question I want to ask you is, do you believe the consumption of alcohol is the reason for the spread of COVID-19? Do you think it is? Because obviously they're looking at new legislation or new guidelines to stop the sale of it after a certain time of the day. I, I think that's bonkers really, isn't it? Because it just affects the wrong people, to be honest with you, because those who are out working or necessary workers might not get to an off-license in time. The ones that actually probably deserve a drink. Okay, let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Do you believe that alcohol is the reason that we're seeing higher case numbers? Do you believe that? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Now, first of all, let me just go to... I have to go to Angela, is it? Yeah. Angela, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Angela? Hi, man. How are you? <laughs> Congratulations to Jason. 
Why, why, why are you congratulating me? To James. Oh, oh, hold on a second. What, hold on a second. I need to do something here because, see, what happened was I'm all confused, right? James came up on my screen first and then James's name disappeared and your name appeared, right? And then it says something about James and a baby. Now, Ashling, do you, you want to clear to this up for me? No, you're oh. actually, you know, hold on a second now. What I had on your screen is, first I said, James had his little baby last night. Oh, he had the baby? Yes. Oh it God. just says, it's James and the baby. No, I clicked that off then because I thought you read it. I didn't read it. Now, James, if you're listening, I don't know whether you are listening or not, congratulations. I thought the baby wasn't due till the 20th. I know, but she, she went in yesterday and obviously she had, a, she had a little girl today. Oh, congratulations to James. Oh, He's in. Leaving the cat out of the bag now. <laughs> no, <laughs> you didn't let the cat out of the bag. He's not there. I can't <laughs> congratulate him. How are you doing now? Yeah, <laughs> that's I what I said. How's it going now? How's it going now? Just had a baby girl. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Maybe the baby will come on. How's it going now? <laughs> <laughs> no, she'd be like, How's it going now? <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to James, our regular caller, on the birth of his little daughter today. Was it today? So or yesterday? Or yesterday was? Lovely guy. No, today. Today. Okay, now, sorry, getting back to the topic, Angela, and we could talk about babies later if you like to. Okay, but getting back to the topic, do you think alcohol plays a huge role in in COVID-19? Absolutely, and I, when I said to ban alcohol, uh, what I mean is open the pubs and close the off-licenses. Open the pubs and close the off-licenses? Open the pubs, close the off-licenses. Because the pubs will have more control. Mm-hmm. And you won't have young ones partying like they have been and, you know, getting drink out of off licenses. And I just think, like. So, control, you think controlled drinking and regulated alcohol drinking. Yeah. But yeah, but what about, you know, Mary or Johnny who's done a hard day's work and they want to come home and they want to watch something awful on television and sit there with the slippers on and a glass of wine. I mean, what's wrong with that? Give them a glass of seven up. <sighs> they might Listen. want a glass of seven up. Yeah, but the thing is, like, now, if but, you can't, if, if, like, if we say we're going to do this for six weeks, if you cannot stay off drink for six weeks at home, then you've got a problem. But I mean, let me talk to you about, you've got an Islamic country like Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah. Where alcohol will be in short supply. Let's be clear about it, okay? Yeah. 363,000 cases, 6,272 deaths, according to the figures on online. Yeah. So, alcohol didn't play a role in it there. Well, I'm sure people do drink, but, you know, they're not meant to. But alcohol didn't play a role there. 33 million population, which is about, you know, um, what, seven times bigger than ours. Yeah. But 363,000 cases. Yeah, but the thing that you have to look at, Niall, is we have, we all know that Ireland is a drinking country. It is, you know. Okay. And that's how it's happening. It's like, People but well, then how is it happening in places like Saudi Arabia or Dubai or Abu Dhabi or these other places which would be Islamic states where alcohol is frowned upon and drinking publicly is certainly frowned upon? So how, how do you, I mean, they have cases, they have deaths, they've increased in cases probably recently. I'm pretty sure it's the same worldwide. So, I mean, yeah. how do you explain that if alcohol is the lubricator for COVID-19, how do you explain that? 
Well, it might be a lubrication for COVID-19 in those countries, but it certainly is here. They don't drink any more than we do in the UK, and they have more cases. They don't drink any more than we do in the United States, and look at the amount of cases and deaths they've had. So, I mean, I mean, we're, we're, I don't see the logic in that. I, do, I, I honestly, like, we know all of the cases that are, that are after coming up after Christmas, and that's everyone after going home, been out Christmas Eve, been out Stephen's night, been out, you know, in everyone's houses, as you say, drinking, you know, parties going on. That's how it's happening. As you said, it's not in the pubs, it's not in restaurants, it's not in hotels, it's not in hair salons, it's not in any of them. And all of those are controlled environments. It's happening in the home, where the, everyone is gathering together, sitting down, have, you know, drinking away. Now, I'm not saying that every single case, obviously, has to do with that. But I'd say a vast majority does. Okay. So, I mean, okay, but the data will show us that hotels, yeah. restaurants and bars are not really responsible for a massive amount of cases, or outbreaks, as they call them, which is more than yeah. two cases. But certainly the family home is. Yeah. So you think it's people having a good time in the family home, inviting the mates over for a few pints or a few a few cans, and you think that's where the majority of this is happening? I think that's where the majority of it is. I mean, that's all you had to look at was all these videos of, like, teenagers coming out, everyone standing out in the streets drinking, you know, because they couldn't stand inside in a pub. Um, so just open them and let it be controlled. Yeah, somebody actually texted earlier on and said if we put the vaccine into every can of beer, Ireland will be vaccinated within two weeks. It's <laughs> certainly quicker than the way the government will do it. Uh, Kevin Limerick says, Eureka, praise the Lord. We're all saved along with Pfizer and Moderna. Uh, we now have a no-click and collect and closing off licences early. Yeah, well, yeah. well they, that's it. They've cancelled the click and collect as well. That's, that's gone too. Although I've never yeah. used the click and collect. Have you used the click and collect? Yeah. I, I've, I used it once or twice with Argus and those kind of ones. All right, okay. No, I just ordered you know, deliveries. If it's brandy, brandy, but with any, you know, I haven't actually done a lot of online shopping. I'm just, I'm just conscious of um, shopping locally, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, okay, we'll stay there for a second. So would, would you agree, by the way, with, bat, bat, you'd agree with banning the sale of it in off licence, but only in pubs. But you, you wouldn't, uh, what about the, the time limit? Would you go for that, maybe? That you yeah. can't buy it in an off-licence after, say, 6 o'clock? No, because sure, all you're going to do is go out and buy the same amount before 6 o'clock. Oh, okay. Like, oh, no, and no, I get you. That's, you've got a fair point. But let me just stay there. Let me go to Morris. Morris, there you go. Angela believes just stop selling it in off-licence at all together. How's it going, man? How's it going? How's, how's it going, Morris? And the baby after asking your producer. Oh, no. How's it going? Oh, listen, I just have a bit of good news for myself. My grandson was two today, so I have something in common with James. Oh, right. Okay, very good. Yeah, I'm still paying for his snip, though. I don't want any more of his in the world. What's <laughs> right. the snip nowadays? Oh, we, we discussed this at around 250 quid. We're going to have to raise money for James's snip now. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Who's, got, who's got a radio on in the background there, or a television or something? Hold on, I think it might be my crowd. Hey, I'll go into another room. Is that okay? Is yeah, that yeah, we do. Yeah, just leave Carol yeah. in there in her own, will you? I don't know where she is at the moment. I have to put on the GPS tracker and see where she is in the house. It's that big. <laughs> okay, uh, but Morris, I remember Morris, is it a good yeah. idea to, to ban the sale of alcohol? Do you no, think alcohol has a, has a role to play in all this? Well, alcohol didn't stop Leo from going up to the Phoenix Park with his mates with his six-pack and taking off his top and having a party during lockdown, did it? No, certainly did not. No. So why would he come after the rest of us who are mature adults like myself? 
who could have a drink in my in my own home in my own safety. Well, he didn't say now. Now Leo didn't say he was going to ban it. He just said we're going to stop selling it after a certain point. Maybe that was a suggestion he had. Well, the last time we had a problem in this country, if I remember correctly, with a um, uh, what do you call it, a crash in the, in the economy, we went up north and bought all the beer. We spent a half a billion pounds up north. That's and we right. Yeah. Our recession, correct? Yeah, people went up you to know? that that what's the so, the, the butter crane centre, well, and, and they loaded up with uh, yeah, tins of beer. Yeah. I was one of them. I helped the North get out of recession, and I want the back now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I think leave it alone. Don't be looking for excuses to make yourself look good. This is all about Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael trying to outdo each other. Who can come up with the best idea? They're already reversing the schools, bringing in the teenagers for three days a week. Bad idea, especially with these variants that's going around that everybody's talking about. Oh, we don't know how deep it is in the, in the community. Just having a clear what you're doing. So... Mm. Well, I'm now, I'm now wondering who's running the country. Is it the teachers and Neffet, or is it the government? People, uh, people that are staying at home. I've kept my family safe since last March, mm-hmm. and a lot of other people have. Now, I'll give you one example. I was in a certain part of Dublin, and two clowns approached, two shams. Uh, you haven't heard that word in the world, two yeah. shams. All right, bud. Look how many hell's warm are with me, mate. We got a little flat in Adam's town. Can you point me in the right direction? I sent him four miles in the wrong direction. He was you should have gave him directions to the guard station. <laughs> he was just getting off the bus and the two of them had their gold, good Dutch gold with them in the bags and their rollies and everything, you know. Mm. So they're the people that need to be... We need drunk tanks in this country, like America. Not, mm. not A&E. Yeah, I do. I mean, in fairness, I do see that regularly. In fairness to what Angela's saying, yeah. I, I see that regularly. I see teenagers, sort of 17, 18, 19, walking around with bags, and you just know they're full of cans of beer. Well, these fellas know that I met were elfless. Right. These 40s, early 40s, so they're hardened drinkers. Yeah. Well, That's yeah, not elfless. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> what, what, I mean, what I mean by that is they're about 20 or You're 20 an elf, Morris. I'm an elf, but they're, they're not elf. I'm a granddad. <laughs> Angela's yeah. an L one. The older the fiddle, the sweeter the chill. Are you an L one, Angela? I'm 46, <laughs> Yeah, what's, I mean, what is an L one? I mean, an L one, like, Ashling's not an L one. An L one is an L one that has three or four kids. Hanging oh, right, one. okay, okay, that's oh, an L one. I'm, I'm young in spring from South. Angela is a cougar, I believe. <laughs> a cougar. Oh, I sure is. <laughs> yeah, she has a younger man on her tab there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I think, Noel, uh, if, they, if these two parties are so focused on outdoing each other who can come up with the best idea that the public will like like they uh, they both spoke and lied to this community of this country but you will not go into power with him or his people it'd be like handing the fai back to john delaney i won't go into power with him and as soon as the votes are counted they're all clapping each other's on the back let's get in for five years the three parties nobody can touch us we'll all walk away with a half a billion euro pension each and every fucking generation coming after the next one will pay for us in our retirement. Well, and when I, I die, and when I die, my partner will get the pension. And then when my partner dies, my children will get the pension. But Jesus, what are you doing to me? That making me walk until I'm 68. Yeah. Sorry, Angela, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, um, I know what you're saying there about who's going to come up with the best idea. But yeah. to be honest, this is definitely the most popular uh, most unpopular idea, I'd say that. Well, this is because it's Ireland. Could yeah. you could you imagine a government in Ireland trying to ban alcohol? Yeah, I mean, it'll be like that episode, that scene from Braveheart. You can take our women, you can take <laughs> our freedom, <laughs> but don't take our alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what happened? I tell you what, 
if they try to bring in prohibition in here, yeah. what happened in America would happen here tomorrow. In oh, America. yeah, you would. You'd have speakeasies all over the place, yeah. There's nothing there's there's worse in the world than anyway all over the place. What, speakeasies? Little shibines. What, that, like you just knock on the door and a little hatch opens? Yeah. yeah, yeah. J- Jimmy Jimmy the Jug sent me. Oh, yeah. Go on, yeah. But you know what the thing with that would be? What? You wouldn't have a little 16-year-old knocking on that door. No, 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 you wouldn't. Keep me around the corner smoking joints. (laughs) What I'd say to you, Noel, is if you can't go without a drink, you have a drink problem. That's all I'm going to say to you. Ah, but no, no, that's that's not fair because there are a lot of people who don't have a problem but like to relax. Now, I don't drink, so I couldn't care less, right? Yeah. But there's a lot of people that, you know, like to have a drink just to relax the weekend, watch a bit of Netflix and a movie, a couple of cans of beer. That doesn't mean they have a problem, Morris, but they, it is part of what they are and who they are. Like, you know, like if they ban cigarettes tomorrow, I'd probably be delighted, actually, if they ban cigarettes tomorrow. Now, I, it's not that I couldn't do without them. I could do without them. I just choose not yeah. to. I choose to enjoy them. I am addicted to them, but I could probably go off them very quickly if they ban them. You oh, have to do it for, want to do it for yourself and your own health. Yeah. Look, uh, I see people, I walk out on the road for a living. I'm a driver, right? Mm. And I see the guys, the guys and the girls queuing up outside the off-license and the supermarkets for half ten to come. They're the ones that we need to help. Well, here's the thing. If you really want to go down the road of saving lives, right? And then that, that, this is all about saving lives, of course, right? You could reduce very quickly the amount of people that die of COVID-19 by banning fast food, uh, banning junk food, banning cigarettes, yeah. all those things that make people reasonably unhealthy. So if they do get COVID, they're more likely to die. Uh, so if you banned yeah. all those things, you would reduce the amount of people that die of COVID-19. But, you w- but we wouldn't do that because know, we need yeah. to leave people with some freedom. You know what I mean? Well, okay, yeah. take everything. One, quote, one good quote I heard during the week. If you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say it. But stay there, both of you. Let me go to Michael. Michael, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Michael? Michael, how are you? Happy New Year. And the same to you and the callers on the other end of the phone and the, everybody that's tuning in to you. Very happy New Year. Okay. And now, Michael, uh, I suppose you come from, I suppose, an experienced view here because being a former alcoholic, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously at the time you wouldn't have liked to have seen it banned, but now obviously you're off the drink and... I mean, is it a good idea? Not so much to ban it, but Angela's saying ban it from the off-licenses. Well, the only thing that, I mean, it's a bit late now when the horse is out of the stable. I mean, that's where the money's coming from. Now, they closed the pubs down way starting from April of this year, which I find absolutely, you know, I don't know if it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. But I, suppose some people I believe it was wrong. I believe it was a bad idea. Yeah, it was. It didn't. It didn't. It, it, it didn't. One of the lads was saying there that that chap there was saying, and he's banging on about the Sabines. You know, people having up tents in their back gardens and stools and everything else. So, you know, they, they didn't win that with it. But you see, they they will never close the off license permanently, even when this all started, because that's where the money's coming from. They will close restaurants. They will close other things, but they will never, never close off license. Because there's too, much, there's too much money there's in it for the revenue. Involved in it. There's too much money for the involved. state. Yes, of course. That's there's excise, there's excise duty and VAT yeah, on it. So yeah, exactly. And it's all coming in every day. You can see the trucks pulling up and all. And this is what's happening now. Now this idea of closing close at a certain hour. Do you know what? I thought Donald Trump. When I God forgive me, I know that he's on his way out now. And anyhow. But, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, mind you, sorry, just on a side note, uh, just a little bit of an update on the news. I'm just looking here. Donald Trump is considering pardoning himself before being booted out of the White House. Well, we, 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 <laughs> well, at least we know. We know. What Couldn't Donald make that Trump. up. We know what Donald Trump is. You mm. know what I mean? We know what he is. 
I mean, he doesn't hide it because he's like a split personality. Yeah, he's, he, he's but this is, and this is, by the way, this he's is true. He said the outgoing leader is said to have suggested to his aides he would like to pardon himself in what will be a historic first for any United States president of political history. Yeah, well, he has, to, well, no matter what you think of Donald Trump, he certainly made history. And America will never be the same after this. And all the presidents... That well, now, see, I, I'm, I, I know people give out to me because I'm a bit of a Trump fan. He does say some silly things by the time. And, he, you know, sometimes he's a little bit mad. But in saying that, I still believe if it hadn't have been for COVID, he would have yeah, been re-elected. Well, you know and, and I do believe from an economic point of view, I believe he is the best president the United States have had in many, many years. Well, I tell you one thing, I have to agree with you there because when he started off first... He said, no, we've got to look after the American people at home here. We've got to give the jobs to our own people. You know, yeah. everything was grand. He was on a women's streak. He started to do things in Detroit. He started to build up all those things. And that's why, that's why over millions of people went on to his side. But then when the call had come out, he just went off the, off the rails. He seems to be... Uh, I think, the co- I think co- COVID really sent him off the rails. Oh, yeah. He said he went completely off. But you see... When it, well, it was, out, it, it was outside of his expertise. You've got to remember, Donald Trump... I know we're going into a conversation, and we're going to be talking about Donald Trump shortly, but anyway, but Donald Trump's expertise is business. He's a businessman, right? He's a, he's yeah, and okay. And by the way, not such a bad thing to have a different attitude, a businessman running a country, because the country is essentially a business. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and he did do well. Unemployment rate was he low. He made two mistakes. Yeah, look, but the problem was something happened that was outside of his control, which was a virus. It's an amazing, t- it's an amazing, I'll, I'll, and then I'll talk about the other thing. It is an amazing thing how clever that man was all them years ago. And yet two things, the COVID, as you said, and now the biggest mistake he ever made was to ask those people, surely to God, now, okay, that would be like you saying to the people that listen to your radio show, I want everybody to go in if you didn't agree with something. I want everybody to go into Dublin. You have to think before. You have to think before. Yeah, he didn't. No, you're right. He didn't discourage them last night, and he should have. Mind you, I watched some of the footage. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, they shouldn't have done what they did. It was outrageous behavior. I don't uh, condone that behavior. And uh, he also should have come out sooner and asked them to stop. Yeah. And he also should have come out sooner and told them to go home, right? But, but he didn't. Home. But uh, but it, it, what was also disgraceful his behaviour was that poor woman, I watched a video tonight, it was online, of her being shot. Yeah. There was no need to shoot the woman. No, no, no. She was but completely was- unarmed. She was climbing up on a door. She shouldn't have been. That's all she was doing was climbing on a door. She shouldn't have been shot. So I'll just say this, and then I, will t- I, t- I want to talk about the other thing. The, the thing about Donald Trump... He's a showman. You saw way back when he said, you're fired, you're a reality show. I really do think that he took the White House as a reality show. I'm not saying... Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you're right, you're right. I think he was yeah, living in a reality show. But, but, in say, but in saying that, again, I'm not going to go back to it, but I do believe before COVID, I do believe he was one of the best presidents America had. But that's open to opinion. People might have disagreed with me. Yeah, now, get, get back, Michael, get back to the alcohol. Yeah, right. Now, about the drink, um, I think it's the most stupidest thing they've ever come out with. Uh, certainly as a recovering alcoholic, I think, you know, why didn't he do this the very first time? Why only now? What's the problem? And yes, they, 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 see, they won't, they won't budge. It's like they need, to get, they need to kick up in the backside. And some of your listeners, some of the guys, people who were on that were dead right. You know, I can't understand this government here. What, who's running the country? Is it this guy, this guy that's coming on the news every night, telling us, oh, the school's open, they did close. They, all, they can't even... Do you know what? The, the people that are on your show tonight, probably, they're probably family people and have children. Their children probably do a better job 
than what this government is doing. They don't know from their ass to their elbow. One minute they're saying one thing, and the next minute they're saying, you just said it a few minutes ago, who is running this country? Now, tonight, I only heard it a while back, that they're taking of uh, closing it down at a certain time. I mean, that does not make sense. I mean, to do what? We're halfway. It's over. It's nearly a, what? A year. A half a year since this a disease year. came out. And now they're taking because he thinks, oh, well, I know, I, know it's, I know it's in Leo's head and the other fella, the other gobshite. I know it's he's thinking as well. Well, if we do this now, we might get down. We might get down with the, the virus and we might put down the, the multitude of people. That's not going to happen. That is not going to happen. So I don't know whether they're listening to this, but someone better tell these two clowns that it ain't going to happen because people will have parties. They had them. I saw one party where I live. You want to see it? They came out in the balcony. They came out in the balcony, and he had one fellow nearly fell over because he was carrying a tray of beer. Now, where did he get that beer from? He didn't get it from the pubs because the pubs were closed. He got it from an off license. Okay, well then, what and about? Well, then, hang on. Let me let me put towards something a spanner of the works here. Angela, Michael is right in most of what he says, but what about Angela limiting the the quantity that you can purchase? Would that would that be a better idea? Now I know yours because I don't really believe, like Leo Varadkar, that they can close um, off licenses without closing pubs, right? So they can't do it. I, I believe they can't legally. Okay, so what about what about restricting that you can't buy any more than a six pack? Let's say. Now I know they'll always get their mates to go in anyway, but at least it makes it more difficult. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that that would be that that would be an idea as well. That you just make basically make the off licenses like a duty free that you can only buy so much and carry it home. Mm. But like as, as you said, I I think it's going to worsen. I think it's going to. I think it would cause panic, panic buying. Well, then and, you'll just, and, and then what will happen? Well, there's already is, panic buying. It was in the supermarket today, and there was no Jack's roll. So there's already panic buying. <laughs> I genuinely, I was in JC's today in the supermarket what in Jade Boy. Ah, JC's is an institution. It's not just a supermarket. It's a okay. it's a tradition. It's an institution, but it's in stores anyway. But yeah. half the shelves, there, there, there was loads of stuff missing from the shelves. And I was talking to one of the lads in early, and he said they were bit, they've been mental busy because see people see you here lockdown, they think oh everything's going to be gone and be better going and panic yeah. by and it's like Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the first lockdown. Yeah, do you remember there was no Jack's roll in the first the first lockdown? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Michael. Sorry. This is, this is what they've done tonight. They've sat over, they probably had a gin and tonic themselves, but they, they sat over a table and they said, maybe this is a way out because we can't go any further. Too many people are going into hospital. God love them. And a lot of people have passed away. May they rest in peace. And yeah. God love their families. So, but these two clowns and the government, that's, they're all involved. I don't care. Not one of them have brains. Do you know what? Your son would have more brains mm-hmm. than, than what half... half Coming out now, nearly after six months down the road, and they're coming out with this now. It doesn't, it beggars belief. So, so would you have done it earlier, Morris? Which? Would you have done it earlier, banned alcohol earlier? Well, first of all, the first thing, I'm going to be honest with you, it's not because of what I went through. I'm off for 34 years now. Well done. But I'm telling you, I, I'm telling you now, because I was mad into the vodka, but I'm telling you now, I, the first thing I would have done, the very first day, I would have closed off the off licence. 
because yeah. we can live. You can. Oh, the food is more important than alcohol. Agreed. Now I know there's a lot of people who are alcoholics, and you know what I mean. They probably would be sick. But I mean, but I really do believe that the alcohol caused a lot of this. They're, they're going you now. They said close the pubs. You were, you asked me. Sorry about that. I got tracked aside there for a minute. Yes, I would have closed the pubs or the off license the very first day, and I would have left them closed for at least the best part of five months. Okay, okay. Well, we'll stay, we'll stay there. Let me just go to Stephen as well. Oh, well, I'll just turn him on here. Stephen, how are you doing? You're on Classic Hits. How's it going? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, Stephen. Uh, Stephen, yeah. would it be a good idea to restrict times or, you know, no off license after six o'clock or ban the sale of alcohol? Or do you think alcohol has had an effect in COVID-19? No, I think that the government are actually just putting restrictions in just for the sake of putting restrictions in. I think that, like, if you cut out time for the off license, say they close at six. You're just going to put everybody that was going to go to the office that day in one time slot. You're going to put more people outside in the queues. The kiss and collect closes is another joke. That makes no sense. So I have no problem following regulations. And like I look at the numbers every day, 10 people die today, like, and it just looks like numbers. But actually, there are real people, and I, I do feel that we should do things from. But when the restrictions are so stupid, it's like, I'm not following them because it just doesn't make sense. Mm. So I have to follow some because kiss and collect, like, I can't go against it. Like, it's not there. But like, the drink. I think that's not to do with it. Like, what, what should I do? And people go mad at home. Do you know what? Like, just, like, I tell you before, I don't think no a lot because I'm a baby, but before, I'd be walking until 11. And I'm like, I want a few drinks after work. I used to be very heavy on the drink. And I'd say, maybe not, I might be tired. But it comes to half nine. And I'm like, right, I'm passing the office. I'm going to go in and get just a few cans just in case. Just in case, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And if you think about it, if you make everyone buy the alcohol early, you're just going to make the possibility of more drunk people on the street because they're going to drink earlier. Yeah, well, I, I, I think you're probably right. I mean, Angela, that, that's a fair point. Now, I know, Angela, you suggested banning them from the sale altogether, but you can't yeah. unfortunately do that, Leo Varenka said. The yeah. only thing they could potentially do is ban it after a certain point in time of the day. And Stephen's got a point. If you do that, people would just be pissed earlier in the day. Oh, absolutely. It was like when they you said, see. you know, before, let's close the pubs earlier as well. Sure, that means everyone's going to go out earlier. And then and go then to a house party afterwards. Yeah. You know, it's well, this, well, this was said to Boris Johnson going back a while ago when he suggested closing the pubs in England when they were open. I uh, suggested closing them at 10 o'clock. And then, you know, their health advisors over there said, well, you know, people are like when you say to somebody, you have to be home at 10. Like we're adults. We're not going to go. Oh, yeah. Mammy wants me home at 10 o'clock. No, you're not. Most students who are drinking are probably going to go out and go to a house party. So you're essentially encouraging house parties. Yeah. Uh, but but this is what I've said along. And I think Stephen probably agrees with me. And I don't know whether Michael does. Yeah. I, by closing pubs, closing restaurants, essentially closing hotels as well, and anywhere people can get a regulated drink where there is social distancing, mm-hmm. where there is somebody you're keeping an eye on them, I, you're encouraging yeah. uh, people to go and do it irresponsibly. Hang on, sorry, Stephen, go ahead. And the black market would open up. Uh, of course the black market opens up, yeah, so of course. you'd be buying alcohol that, that you don't know what's in it. Yeah. You know, you'd be, have people poisoned. It'll go that bad, you know. I, I, it was in the 1920s or something in America when they stopped the alcohol That's, for 20 years or something. Yeah. And Prohibition. And stopped the drugs and went into alcohol. You know, you'd have got to get in Well, sure, Al Capone wouldn't have been where he was if it wasn't for Prohibition. Sorry, Michael, do you, would you agree yeah. with that? That it, when you don't have pubs and restaurants and hotels open, people will drink irresponsibly. Whereas when they are open, well, at least they're responsible you know, about I, it. I, you see, the pubs, in a way, were playing ball. Because... When you walk in, you know where you stand, and barman is not going to be pissed, or or, or the waiter, or, 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 or whoever's serving you is not going to be pissed. 
if it, pardon for using the phrase of the word, but at the same time they can watch you. And I think they're on the ball in there. You go to an off-license, you, which I've seen myself, and I don't know about the rest of your listeners, have, have noticed it. I have seen it. Some of them can't even carry the trays of beer that have fallen over them. I witnessed what happened here uh, a couple, uh, about a week ago. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. They all came out in the balcony. Now, first of all, I don't know many was in the flat, the apartment, across what I I know, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you were telling us that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Now, if the off-license, now... That can't be controlled. If you go to an off-license and you buy two trays out, I don't care how many you buy, you go back to a house. You cannot control when people have drink on them. You cannot control that in a house. And they're hugging and they're hugging and they're hugging. You do not know which one of them is carrying that disease or, or that virus. You don't know. But at least if you go to a pub or a restaurant, it is curtailed. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, so I, I, so I think we're all on the same page, except the government. Yeah, go ahead, Stephen. Just, just off the top, you know, about the schools where they go. Like the government, are, these scientists that are paid a fortune to, to to do their research and give us the best restrictions to reduce the virus. These scientists came out and said we will close the schools, but the research says we can open them for three days for leaving our students, but they'll be okay. And because a group of teachers and students. They went against the scientists. The scientists then said, or the government said, actually, do you know what? You're right. Well, it, well, well it, was, it wasn't as easy as that. The ASTI, the union, told the teachers, uh, don't be listening to the government. Don't go back to school on Monday. And then all of a sudden, the, the, the government had to do a U-turn and say, well, all right, OK, so. But if these scientists said that's right, they should follow the science. They're clearly not following the science. No, clearly not. They're clearly not. Like, I can't understand. I was in Smith um, uh, two days ago to get some for the small fella. You, you booked it online. You got a text saying it's ready. I went, there was a queue outside the door, all two metres apart, went up to the counter, gave him my phone, she scanned it, gave me the stuff and I went away. What is wrong with that? No, well, absolutely nothing. But what I'm saying is, I, I, I kind of agree with what you said initially at the start. I think it's almost like a case of, like, what rules can we make next? We're running out of things to, to stop them doing. You know, I mean, there's a limit, to, as human beings, there's a limit to, you know, how far we can go or how much we can take when it comes to restrictions. Yeah, my, my, my job now is finished for two weeks to read a, read a positive case. And I, I'm, I'm literally afraid of going mad now. I don't know how I'm going to handle it. Like, I can't go anywhere. I know people are going out of their minds. Listen, uh, thank you very much indeed, Stephen and uh, Michael and Angela. I appreciate you coming on the air. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.